0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of NYC K-Pop Queens. I'm your co-host, Charity. Hi, everyone, to co-host Emily. And this week, we're going to be talking about XOSC. They released a full album. A tease has a comeback, and they released some trailers and some pictures BTS has a new song, a Japanese song, and TWICE has a new Japanese song. So we have a lot of fun stuff this week. Awesome episode. Charity, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm happy it's summertime
1: in New York. (laughs) Always. I want to say before we go any further, a huge happy birthday to Charity, to my co-host, my partner in crime, (laughs) on (laughs) air and off. This girl is my best friend, and tomorrow is Charity's birthday. So everyone, send happy birthday vibes, good vibes, lots of love and light to Charity for a wonderful year. Thank happy you. Happy birthday. <laughs>
0: yes, love you. Yay, birthday.
1: <laughs> Yay. Shout out to all the Cancers out there. We've talked about it. There are a lot of idols who are Cancers. So, so <sighs> I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> You know I'm jealous. I mean, I'm a Sagittarius. Like, Jin's a Sagittarius. There are Sagittariuses, but I feel like you have Wanhu, you have I know, Taeyong. I know. You have a lot of really powerful, awesome K-pop guys. So I'm a little jealous, but... It's funny because
0: <laughs> it's I, feel funny. Like, I feel like in the States, people that are in entertainment are not usually Cancers. There's a lot of Leo, a lot more fire signs. And f- in it's K-pop, hard. yeah, yep. K-pop is opposite. It's interesting.
1: I think it's because to do what K-pop stars do, it requires so much discipline mm. and work ethic and dedication that a lot of the fire signs are going to be like, F this. Like, <laughs> right. No, for real. I'm a fire sign. I'm just like, you know, I bring the art, I bring the creativity, <laughs> but know. all of the actual like, hey, practice for 20 hours a day. I don't know if I would have made it as a training. I think it would be a little too much for people with my personality. I don't know. I'm not speaking for all fire signs, but I know me personally. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> I do. I just want to show up and have everyone else do it.
0: <laughs> I do appreciate a good regiment routine. That's for sure. <laughs> See, there you go. You
1: you would be thriving. I would be drowning and like get me out of here. I can't do this. Nope, oh I will not be practicing today. I will not be dieting today. New, 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 new. But I think that's why you know. Here we champion creativity. We champion the artist and the talent, quote unquote. But it's like in spurts of a really great work ethic when they're putting together an album or working on a film. I feel like K-pop. It's not spurts. It's like 365 days a year. So yeah, it's very regimented. That is for sure. They're all Earth and uh, Water signs. Not all of them. There definitely are Fire and Air. But I'm. I was just shocked when Charity and I started getting into this, and we would look on K-pop profiles to look at the astrological signs. And I was like, Oh my god, <laughs> I'm not compatible with anyone. I'm <laughs> <laughs> compatible with everyone. <laughs> oh, oh, the bane of my existence. I just sit here with my arms crossed, like, well, that's great. There's, an, there's another another positive in my life. I'm not even compatible with my pretend boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we have touched on this before, so sorry to all of our listeners. I want to say a huge welcome to all of our friends. As always, we're really excited to connect with so many of you, to see repeat listeners, subscribers. Thank you so much. We see you out there. And that just puts the biggest smile on our faces to know that there's something We're doing that connects with you, whether it's us or most likely the subject matter. Regardless, thank you for listening. We're so happy to have you with us. And this is going to be a great week. I'm actually recording from my parents' home. I escaped New York City for the first time since Christmas. I hadn't left New York or seen my family or really anyone since Christmas. So it feels good to be with my family right now. I'm having a great time and hopefully the audio isn't too affected. So if there's any issues tonight, it's my fault, everyone, and please bear with us.
0: (laughs) So you ready to get into all the fun stuff?
1: Let's go. Let's
0: get started. (laughs) So (laughs) what did you think of the videos, of the album, of the looks, of everything?
1: (laughs) i I'm already a pretty big fan of both of these guys. Charity and I followed X-O, Sehun and Chanyol. I'm sorry I'm working on my pronunciation everyone but I think we're getting closer hopefully. I will be honest when they released the telephone music video and song I was a little bit confused because they released it on the same day as Red Velvet subunit. And the Monster music video, which we reviewed and talked about last week. So I felt like that was weird for SM to do both subunit releases the same day, especially right. because Red Velvet was... Su- well, Red Velvet was supposed to be the day before. So it was like, why are you doing this? Are you just trying to like sabotage these guys? It just felt like a little off. And I will say, Telephone didn't connect with me personally. I, yeah. It's not bad, but I felt it was kind of like dorky and cute, but not really my favorite. I was so excited when they released their solo music videos on me and uh, nothing. And then 1 billion views. Charity, I love it. I absolutely love the music video. I love it. The song, the music video, it is so fun. It's cute, but like hot and sexy at the same time. They're having so much fun. The rhythm, the attitude, the choreography, I love it. I think one billion views is such a vibe. I'm, I'm into it. What do you think?
0: I again, I say this all the time. I love when they throw back to older influences. Yes, it to yes. me. It it was funk. It was disco. It there was yes. graffiti. There were like yeah. even the clothes are very an eighties vibe. <laughs> I was living for it. I loved it. I loved it. I That's thought it was really
1: fun. Funny. I was I was about it. You're exactly. Charity, you're exactly right. That's such a great pickup, like the funk and the disco. You're exactly right. Yeah, because right? At, at the end of the album, the instrumental, I'm loving that. I'm like, this is such a vibe. I want to put this on when I have a party. It's so cool. It's that whole thing. It's You're right. It's funk and disco. And, and but there's so not
0: – there's not. They, I feel like they throw back to like a lot of R&B and hip-hop, but it's rare that they go yes. for like a more 70s kind of funk disco sound.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm living for it. I love it. It's like what worked with Bruno Mars, like Uptown Funk. Yeah. It's, right? It's almost in the same vein as that. It's this really fun song. And I loved the choreography. And I love watching them do it. You can see them smiling and laughing. Yeah. Which just makes me start dancing and smiling and laughing. I loved it. What about the rest of the album? What wow. are your favorite songs? Okay.
0: So my two favorite songs are, I mean, I, li- I really like One Billion Views, but I also really like Say It. Mm-hmm. I love that, yeah! That was a oh, fun yeah. pop yeah. summer song, and I also yep. loved nothing because we all know that <gasps> Daniel is my record. Oh my god! And that song, and that video. Oh my gosh!
1: He came for us in that video, like so sexy, so hard. He came so hard. hard. Yeah, I think. What I loved about their solo songs and music videos, I think it really captured who they are as artists, individuals, and the best side of them. I loved his. I think nothing. It reminded me of a Drake song that Drake would put out right now. The kind of singy rapping, but the music video. Ooh, that blonde hair. Hello.
0: Hello. And then one of the lyrics. So it says, "Send my whiskey with no ice." It's a full-fledged night. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Are we sure? This sounds like a night with Emily and Charity.
1: Come on. <laughs> you mean you mean every night with us? <laughs> Do you mean every night with the New York City K-pop queens? Because we're there. We're already doing it. Whiskey with no ice. I know what you mean when you say that. Let's go. I know what kind of night you want to have, and and I'm here. We'll I I have signed up. Like I was swerving. You know, like. For Charity and I, when it comes to these two guys, I've always been really loyal with Sehun and she's Chanyeol. And ooh, this, right? I, I'm not, I'm not going to abandon my man here, but <laughs> I was swerving hard when I saw that video. I was like, oh, And the okay. red light, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they know how to set the tone. SM always has those sexy videos with motorcycles and red and the I know, whole thing. They get it. Always. And this one just hit so well. It's just so on point. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, What about your band? I liked liked Sehun. I liked On Me. I thought he looked great. Yeah. A really cool, sexy vibe. And again, it's like what he does best. He's like the dancer and Mm -hmm. more of a rap song, a little harder. I love that he has his dog in the video. Oh my god, like, I loved it! It was so cute. Oh my god, <gasps>
0: so many cameras everywhere.
1: <laughs> Duh, because he's obsessed with her. What's uh, her name? Vivi. Like she always has, she blinged out. She's always in all of his like V lives. I, I mean, she's the most it. popular dog in EXO. I think. <laughs> oh,
0: so I cute. loved it. I
1: just thought it was so cool. The only thing I didn't like: a lot of these artists now have fake tattoos to like look oh, yeah, hard in the music videos. Yeah. And I didn't like I didn't think his looked that great. It looked like I kind of drew it on with like a Sharpie. Yeah. That's my only critique on his solo video, but I liked the song. But my favorite songs, I love 1 Billion Views. I just, I know I'm gonna put that on over and over again. Yeah. Especially like when you're stressed or sad or just need a pick-me-up. I feel like it's a great pick-me-up song. I also loved jet lag. I loved it. Yeah, it was it's a good so one. It's so sexy and cool. I think it fits their vibe so well. that Those were kind of my two standouts. But it's a really, it's a great album. I mean, there's not a song that I skipped. I've listened to the whole thing, you know, multiple times now. They did what they needed to do. Like, it's good.
0: (laughs) I was after Telephone, which again, I thought it was really cutesy and poppy. I wasn't sure how the rest of the album would
1: be or the videos. And they delivered i'm right. what a pleasant yeah. surprise like i'll be real with you guys we decided last week not to review the telephone music video and wait until the whole album came out because i think charity and i were a little worried
0: we were and wow because it was such we a it was such a departure to what they usually do they're usually not cutesy yeah. and happy if they're poppy, no. it's very sexy so that whole it was such a departure that i was like whoa mm-hmm. what is this emily i I hope this, the whole album isn't this way. And I know a lot of people like that sound, that vibe. You know what? For sure. That's that's awesome. That's your taste. For sure.
1: 100%. Like it's, yeah. It's part of K pop. There's definitely a faction of K pop that is kind of this nerdy, cutesy vibe. And um, a lot of people respond to it. It's, but it's definitely not something that I'm naturally kind of drawn to. Yeah. I
0: don't gravitate to it like I do the sexy, darker. (laughs) Five.
1: <laughs> yes, if you've been listening for the first eight episodes i think you get that charity and i are really into the uh the dark sexy stuff yeah. with these yeah. guys and <laughs> the q2 stuff like i we can appreciate but especially with these two yeah. these two are so masculine they're both really tall they've always been kind of macho in xo so it's like weird to see like the, the q2 stuff i just was like er, like when um Say Hyun was in that like sweater with know, the shirt right. over. it. Oh, that that kind of hurt my soul. I've got to be honest. I was like, oh, babe, hey, what are you doing? You know what I think? Hey. I
0: think they were they were trying to to throw us off. They're like, we're gonna were. Like, sucker punch. Like we're gonna we're gonna like one two and then and then go for the three four. We're gonna throw you off.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. they. They were ducking and sliding and right. doing all these little tricks, and then they gave us a big uppercut because, like, <laughs> that's exactly right. They totally threw us. They did like a step back there. We were like, "Wait, what?" what? You're, you're right. Oh. They were just trying to worry us, Charity. They were like, "These, these New York City queens don't have enough anxiety right now. Make them think our whole album is going to be this fine." <laughs> But lo and behold, they surprised us with a really awesome album. Happy Great music videos. Well done, guys. It was
0: so, so good. Well
1: (laughs) done. Love it. And, you know, we like EXO. I think we came into the K-pop world, BTS fans, you know, proud ARMY. And there's definitely fan wars between EXO and BTS fans. I think most people listening to this, if you're on Twitter, if you're a multi, you know the deal. So I foolishly was hesitant to get into EXO, and then kind of found it on my own and realized these guys are great. <laughs> like who cares what other people say? Fans, fans are their own thing. The artists yeah. can't control their fans, the music and the music videos and the personalities. I love EXO. I'm so into them. I love their songs, everything. I mean, you know how much I love bacon. So there oh, you go. Know. Know. Yeah. They have, <laughs>
0: they, I've always loved EXO. sent. Well, Mm-hmm. love them since you introduced me to them as Emily introduces Woo! most of K-pop to me. <laughs> it's <laughs> that I find something she's not already into, but <laughs> I, I have so many songs on my playlist. That's how I judge if yeah. if I'm into a group, if they're on my, like my giant playlist of K-pop, they are, yeah. I'm definitely a big fan. For sure. A hundred percent.
1: And yeah, I'm a huge fan. My normal bias is Bacon. And I know that's not how you pronounce his name, but he said it on Ellen that you can just call him that. So I listened. I call him Bacon. <laughs> but I'm obsessed with Bacon. He's always, he's my bias. And then uh, Sehun is my wrecker. Charity, let's remind the listeners, who's your bias and wrecker in XO? Kai is my bias, big time. Ooh.
0: And yeah. uh, Chenyeol is my wrecker,
1: for sure. Uh, it's so funny that both of our records are in this subunit. It's like record subunit. Yes. Record <laughs> subunit. And Kai, his solo album is coming out, I believe in August. So oh. that'll be I can't wait. I can't. I, can't I don't wait. I can't even. I won't even be able to deal. He, oh. If
0: Anything like when he performed Confessions when he did <laughs> the concert. Guys, I lost my mind. Emily had to stand next to me when I watched him yeah. perform Confessions and I it was intense. Oh, a lot of screaming. It was intense. Involved, it, a lot of
1: sweating. It was like
0: <laughs> just like an maybe. out of body experience.
1: <laughs> it was. It was a real. It was like when I, I watched uh, Tay do Singularity. Yeah. Like Except, it's just like you can't handle oh it. Oh
0: my gosh, the dancing, the, the abs. Yeah. I just like, can't. Oh, uh-huh. Flashback. He's
1: he's, <laughs> Kai is like, he's a really interesting person. I think because he's such a dynamic performer. And he's so handsome. I mean, he's really, really handsome. But like when you see them in interviews and stuff, he's very quiet and kind of like not. He's totally fine to take a back seat and let the other guys steal the spotlight. And a lot of people like him. I don't think would do that, you know. He, he's kind of a quiet superstar. Which there's something in that that's immediately draws you to him. I definitely feel like a few
0: of my biases have that quality in common. You're exactly <laughs> right.
1: No, you're exactly right. And then I'm like, I like the jerk. <laughs> oh, look at this one. He's he's the center. Mm. But as we all know, somebody broke the mold with that. Stray Kids. Chris, I'm still obsessed with Stray Kids. Don't worry, everyone. That's not going anywhere. Shout out to Stray Kids. Shout out to Stays. Chan's Room was really cute this week. He agrees with our review charity for Red Velvet. He was really really cute. Yeah, he listens to him. He's like, I love this song. I love the look. I love the performance. Yeah, it's a bop. Like, it's so cute. So if any of you haven't watched Chan's Room, if you're just getting into Stray Kids, if you're a stay, I'm sure you know what this is. But the leader of Stray Kids, he does a thing once a week called Chan's Room. Where he goes on V Live and he listens to new music, gives his opinion, he talks about what's going on in his world and kind of gives advice to stays that are asking him questions, you know, typing in questions. And if you don't love him, you will after you watch it. He's so, so sweet and really sincere and really connects with people on a personal level much more than most idols do or maybe can because of the language barriers. So check it out. I veered her usual because I love stray kids, but <laughs> I had a lovely surprise
0: in the mail today because Emily sent me stray kids for my birthday. <laughs> as soon as I was like, wait, I'm like. I didn't order anything from Amazon for a few days. And then as soon as I opened, I didn't even have to look. I just, I opened it and I saw the top and I was like, no, she did (laughs) it. I knew immediately (laughs) what it
1: was. (laughs) I'm like a drug pusher. I really am. I'm like, here you go. I bought you something. (laughs) I got you the straight kids album. And it's funny because Charity's all in with stray kids too. It's not like you're like, oh, they're
0: okay. Yeah, no. But I'm like, well, you have to have the album. Like, <laughs> I know. And last year for my birthday, you gave me. I was similar. I was. I Was I <gasps> Monster X? I remember. That's yes,
1: right yeah. in Mexico. Yeah, I remember bringing yeah. in my suitcase. Yeah. And it was your birthday party in Mexico, <laughs> yeah, no. and we and all of our friends gave us a lot of grief for it. But uh, Charity, and I unboxed
0: <laughs> it in front of everyone. I'm like, well, it's my party. <laughs> So, we're going to look at this entire album right now and look at all the pictures. So, you're welcome. We have
1: a group of 20 people for Charity's birthday, this fabulous trip in Mexico on the beach.
0: It was a big, birthday. Birthday I listen to what Charity
1: was. It was a big birthday. <laughs> yes, it was a big milestone birthday. And, oh. That, that was fun no, no, good good memories. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> but before we leave the EXO conversation, we found a quiz like we always do. Hopefully, this is better than last week's quiz. <laughs> it won't have as many questions and options. The seventeen quiz, as you all know, went a little long. A little long. And I and I don't think it was very accurate.
0: <laughs> no. Oh gosh, this one's funny. So- this is the first one. This one is a fun one.
1: Uh, we're gonna make make a fruit salad and discover which exo member is your soulmate. I, mean, so, I love
0: whoever comes up with these things. I cannot. Cannot. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's just make a fruit
1: salad, charity. What do you say? I mean it works for me. What works for me. <laughs> okay, I'll do the first one. What's your first fruit? Apples, apricots, avocado, banana, blackberries, or cantaloupe?
0: I think I'm going to go with an apple base. That's what I'm going to go for. What about you? I'm going to go cantaloupe. Oh, okay. Melon base. All right. Yeah. Okay. Choose a second fruit. Cherries, clementines, coconut, cranberries, dates, or durian.
1: (laughs) What is that? You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel yeah. me? Loading them up on it, it. Only takes structure, and and you know just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah, know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? I you know, mean, yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm y'all trying, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. trying, yeah. I'm trying oh, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, look, 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 We all artists, man. We yeah. go. You feel me? We gonna have this like me and my man, like me and my man, Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this shit. So, I got to lie, we play with this shit right now for real Don't play with it. Take that shit seriously I don't know, so I probably won't choose that one. But uh, all right, I'm going with coconut. Okay, I'm choosing cran. Um,
0: sorry, cherries. Cherries. I looked at the wrong thing. Okay,
1: now a third of fruit, <laughs> figs. And and I'm just picking like random fruits I like. I'm really not thinking yeah. about the salad. So my salad probably will be really gross. Okay, a third fruit. <laughs> figs, gooseberries, grapefruit, grapes, guava or honeydew melon.
0: I'm going to go with figs. What about you? I shall go with grapefruit. And a fourth fruit. <laughs> Jackfruit, kiwi, kumquat, lemon lime or
1: lychee i'm gonna go with a kumquat because i like to say it <laughs> i'm gonna go with kiwi <laughs> a kiwi i i personally like kiwi better but i just like i had to pick it okay how about a fifth fruit mango nectarines orange papaya passion fruit or peaches
0: i think i'm gonna do papaya what are you a mango. Okay. Choose a sixth fruit. Pears, persimmons, dragon fruit, pineapple, plantain, or plums? Uh, plums. I'm going to go with persimmons.
1: Ooh. This is a sophisticated fruit salad for charity. I mean, I try. <laughs> choose, choose a seventh fruit. Pomegranates, prunes, uh, quince. Raspberries, rhubarb, or strawberries. Uh, let's see. I think I'm gonna do strawberries. I will do raspberries. Guess who my soulmate is? Who is it? Is it Chanyol? It's
0: Kai. <gasps> <gasps> yes, yes, yes. Well, yes. you'll
1: you'll never guess who I got. Chanyol. No.
0: What? Yes. yes.
1: Your Wrecker, and he came for me in no, that "Nothing" song and music well, video. There so there's a lot going on behind the scenes here with our Wreckers tonight.
0: <laughs> I love that the fruit salad gave me pie. That is so funny. <laughs> I know
1: this is a fun quiz. Like I love these quizzes. As always, we will uh, post the link in the description, and we'll post it on Twitter. Please follow us on Twitter: NYC Kpop Queens. Take the quiz. Let us know who you got. We love sharing results and kind of, are you more like Emily? Are you more like Charity? Let us know. And I think, and now we're going to move on. We've got a lot of other stuff to talk about. So for the sake of time, let's keep it moving, Charity. Okay. BTS, big, big release this week from BTS. Their Japanese album is coming out Wednesday. We're recording the podcast on Tuesday night this week. So we will not be reviewing the album this week, but it drops tomorrow and there's been, you know, Stay Gold, a new song. But I think this song was the one that everyone was waiting for because it's a song written and produced by Jungkook called Your Eyes Tell. What were your thoughts on it, Charity?
0: Um, (laughs) eh. So, again... (laughs)
1: Okay, that's it. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry to laugh. But when someone says, what are your thoughts? Um... (laughs) And we're going to be honest. You know, we're everything. We don't all love everything or hate everything. And I think it's important for us to be honest when we critique songs. And, yeah, so there's the preface. It's Um, nothing against anyone if that is the way this is going to (laughs) go.
0: I... It's a beautiful love song. The words. Mm-hmm. It just, it didn't do it for me. I mean, and I okay. love, you know, I love BTS. They're like my forever heart. Like I love them. Yeah. But yeah. I just wasn't feeling it. Like it was, it was fine. It's a, you know, and it's in a movie. So yeah. good for JK. It's in a movie with yeah. the same name. It translates to, I'm not, I won't, I won't hurt your guys' ears with me trying to pronounce <laughs> the name of the movie, but it translates to <laughs> your eyes tell so okay good for jk but it just i again we've talked about this we are a lot of times prefer a lower register with music Mm -hmm. that's just what i prefer i'm not into a lot of the higher pitch sounds it's just not my thing yep and this song was all one kind of sound it was all one level yeah and even yeah. even when, like, Yoongi and, and June came in with their raps, it didn't bring it down enough for me.
1: No, I completely agree. And, you know, Jungkook is my... It's weird to say my alt-bias, but, like, BTS is what got me into K-pop. Jungkook is my man. And, sadly, I agree. You know, I thought when he came in with that first line, and it's so bare and vulnerable, I was like, wow, gorgeous. But... I agree with you. The chorus is just a little too high for me and there's not enough dynamics in it. It all stays up there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I think like a great falsetto and high notes are very effective a lot of times in music because they're used sparingly. And when you use them for the entire chorus is in this belting high range I thought the melody was a little confusing and it just, it it lost me. When they got to the chorus, it just was a little bit too high for me. Uh, And I get it, like, uh, ARMY has been loving the song. It's obviously going to kill it on the charts and it'll be a huge success no matter what because, like, it's BTS, it's Jungkook, and especially this emotional love song. The lyrics really are very, very sweet and beautiful. Nothing away from that, but there's something in the construction of it and especially the melody that just like really it took me out of it it took me out of the emotion of the song because it was just like for lack of a better word a little bit screechy in parts and it just took me out of it they all can hit those high notes we know the vocal line for bts are super talented but i just would have liked some more dynamics in the Same. in the for song sure. yeah. i think you're right i think even when it did come down to the rap line it was still a lot higher than what I'm used to, or maybe what's more pleasing to my ears, I will say I thought Yi killed it. I liked his for the rap line; that was my favorite part because I feel like he always emotionally connects. And if you oh, give him material, if you give him material where he can connect, he does. So I liked that part probably the best. And I loved the very the very opening with John Cook was bare and vulnerable and beautiful. So I'm looking forward to seeing. I mean. What else he can, he does. I mean, he's so young in this process of writing and producing his own stuff that to have a finished song in and of itself is a huge accomplishment. But yeah, it's not, it's not my favorite thing BTS has ever done. It's not awful at all. We're just coming at this from a more critical viewpoint. But I I would have to agree with you on that.
0: Yeah, and it's not, again, we're not criticizing for the sake of being mean whatsoever. No, no, no. It's just, you know, music and arts is all subjective. So what speaks to someone does not necessarily speak to everyone. And, you know, and that's just our opinion.
1: Yeah. Just our opinion, take it or leave it. It's not a big deal at all. I know a lot of people love this song and we're probably in the minority and I hope the song does great for them. And especially for John Cook, like it's amazing, but yeah, just wasn't my thing, not my vibe, but I am super excited for their comeback in October because oh they are going to be doing the whole thing themselves. I cannot wait. Oh my gosh. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah. I think that'll be really interesting I, to see what they come with for a self-produced album. And yeah, it's going to be really cool. Cause that stuff's to me, that's like the heart of the artist, you know, their stuff that they write and produce themselves getting to kind of see who they are and you get it. A peek into their soul, which is, again, why I love Stray Kids so much (laughs) because they do all that stuff and write and produce. And it's super impressive. And I'm really excited that BTS is going to take that on because they definitely don't have to. They already write a lot of their own stuff. It'll just be really cool to see what the concept is, all the creativity behind it. I'm psyched.
0: I feel like there's going to be such a deep level of vulnerability because they're all so involved in every detail and yeah. they will they have to kind of be a lot more vulnerable because of it because it's it's all them which i, yeah. I really enjoy i think that's why we both really connect to stray kids because of how vulnerable they are because it's it's when people write music and they're creative majority of the time i'm not saying always there are definitely exceptions i worked for an exception <laughs> that they they usually draw from personal experiences. Yes. Most people, again, like I said, there are exceptions, but most people draw from personal experiences, things that they felt. It may not be verbatim like this, this song is a, about a love song. It could be an experience about a friendship that broke up and they turned it into a love yes. song.
1: So yes. you, it's
0: not always one for one. So I'm just excited to see what they're going to write about, the look they're going to go for. And yes. what I do miss, I, I miss when June does his reviews and tells us how things came about and where things yeah. came from and how they worked on it. So I feel like this one, I hope he does one of those when he talks about the how they went through the process, because I think this yeah. will be especially interesting to see. I think so, too.
1: What are you hoping? Because I know I'll just answer my own question first. I know what I'm hoping for the album. I What I want to hear Surprise, surprise. I want some dark, sad stuff. I think the timing of what everyone's going through, what they're going through, we don't like to say the E word. I know that that is a trigger for a lot of K pop fans, but enlistment is coming up for one of the members. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's a lot of dark, heavy emotions right now in the world and around them. And I wonder if they're going to delve into that or if they're going to go the other way. My gut is telling me they're going to try to go the other way and do something uplifting for yeah. ARMY. But my hopes are that we're going to get more raw emotional kind of soul from them because I they have to like be going through it. I hope that
0: too, because I, I feel like when you go through something like we've all gone through for the past four months, you kind of need that catharsis. To get it out, and you need to connect with everyone on that level in some way. I feel like it helps you get through it. So Mm -hmm. I hope that they don't go through it and just make it all happy and fun. And because that's just not, that's, I don't think that's how a lot of, and I'm not speaking for everyone, I don't think a lot of people heal that way. I feel like you heal through the catharsis of everything. And I think yep. them putting themselves out there. Yeah. And going through the dark and going to that place will
1: help Army. Yes. In the long run, 100%. Because we
0: all, we're all in it
1: right now. That's, that's what it is. And you said it perfectly. Like you can distract yourself, happy. I like to feel happy. I want to hear happy songs. But that's a short term distraction that doesn't help you really get through whatever's bringing you down. Sometimes with music, that really resonates with the darkness that you're going through, there's a catharsis there. There's a crying time and a time to go, wow, this person gets me. And I feel connected to this artist, you know, I've never met from the other side of the world. Through COVID, everyone has been impacted somewhat, whether it's small or large. We've talked about it quite a bit, but Charity and I are in New York City, and it's been a really, really difficult time for us. It's been really, really bad, to be quite honest. If anyone else is listening from New York, you get us, and uh, you know what we've all been going through. COVID hit New York really hard. It's been really, really tough. And the ramifications from it have really, really
0: gone far and deep with how the city used to be to how it is now. It's just, it's been, it's been very difficult. And, you know, and also this is kind of how this was born from that, this, this podcast and us wanting to connect with people was born from this quarantine.
1: Yes. Yes. It's a dark time and anything we could do to connect with other people who, are sitting around, maybe not feeling so great and going through it and happen to love K-pop and be as passionate as we are. That's what we wanted to do. And what a silver lining that we've been able to do this and connect with so many people. And hopefully this will go on forever. We (laughs) freaking love doing it. (laughs) But yeah, like in the broader sense selfishly, I want the dark, vulnerable stuff from BTS. And we might be in the minority in that too. But it'll be interesting to see what they do. And I'm sure it'll be like the most highly anticipated album of the year. So there's so much pressure on those guys. They don't need us to tell them what to do. (laughs) I'm sure it'll be fine. But (laughs) we're just excited and we're hyped and we have a lot of hopes and you know, we're excited. So we love BTS. We're excited for what's next. You know, good luck with the Japanese album. I'm sure it's going to kill the charts. And congratulations to Jungkook. He put out a song that is just resonating with a lot of people. Not our vibe, but no shade, you know.
0: Good job, good, JK. Good job.
1: Yeah, good job. Good on ya. And now we're going to move on to a group that we're really excited about. This is a group that it's not completely new to us like Stray Kids. We watched a lot of their videos one night at my apartment and kind of said, oh, we could get into them. And then we got distracted by, you know, other groups and other things. That was like in January. I remember very clearly watching Atiz at my apartment and be like, ooh, I like him. Um, (laughs) But we've kind of watched their career and said, okay, next comeback, we're all in. So Etienne out there know Atiz's comeback is at the end of the month, July 29th. They're coming for us. And they've been releasing stuff every day. But in my opinion, the biggest release so far was the trailer, Fever Part 1 Diary film. Ooh, there's a lot going on here. Oh my gosh, I can't even. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, Um,
0: like they,
1: again, are coming hard. Well, we've got ourselves a storyline again. And... That's what connected us so hard with BTS originally, the storyline. And this just immediately made me go, yes, right? a dark storyline. I'm here for it. I so am here for it.
0: Did you think... And again, we we'll, we are going to review the full album when it comes out, but we're yes. just super excited. We wanted to talk about this because it just came out. Yep. So watching... It was like 16-minute video. Yes. What? What do you think... Like, what is your theory so far?
1: Okay. So I had to like, I have my initial theories, initial kind of thoughts at the top of my head. And then I delved into older music videos because my first instinct is, is this a new story? Or are we taking stuff from other eras of yeah. their work? And yeah. are we moving forward? The video was really cool. I love how it started. I loved kind of the man in black, the scary That was scary. Had I not seen that before, I was like, ooh, this is scary. I I like the whole vibe of all of that. I think it's definitely a time travel type thing. Something happened to these eight guys that drew them apart. And we were getting the backstory of kind of who they are and why the friendship was so important. And now it's up to them to kind of get back together, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I felt like... That's kind of where it is, like, Hang Jung, I I, I totally butchered his name, but I feel like he's, like, the leader, and he's the one, it's his responsibility to get them back together. He's the one holding the hourglass. Yeah, and it says he has to save his family and friends. Oof. He's got a lot of pressure on him. He's already the leader. He already has to do all the interviews and stuff. Like, (laughs) can we give him a break? (laughs) Fix everything too. <laughs> fix this whole universe. But that's like my larger impression. What do you think? No, yeah. I I felt
0: like they – my thought was they're – I don't know if they're in a different dimension, if they are dreaming yeah. what it was, but wherever they are now, it's not a good place. And they were reflecting on a time they were all together, and now they're all separate. And they're wanting to get back to that happy place. We don't know why they were separated. We don't know where, where they are really right now. And we don't really know how they got there. But to me, it's like, they want to be happy again. They want to, yeah. they've been broken apart. So they yeah. want to be put back together. Get I, back together. They want to get back together. And I think Hong Jun has to be the one to kind of
1: sew them all back together to get, again, to make yes. them whole. Yeah. He's He's clearly like the center figure. I'm wondering with what happened, there's that scene where ming and um, Zhang-Ho are fighting. Yeah. And it seems like that was a real thing. And, you know, there was a lot with ming where he's talking about like he's always been alone and his whole storyline was very much like the loner and the tough guy. So that kind of stood out to me. And then the fact that two of them get that phone call him and Yun- y- ho their phone goes off. I don't know if it's a text or a call. He gets a text at five oh seven. Okay, that's right. Yes, and Yunho gets like hit by a truck. So yes. Yes. What is happening? What is happening there? Do they with the way he got hit by a truck and with the lighting that was on Me when he put his earphones in and out at the beginning and end of his story? I almost feel like they're dead. Oh, maybe. I didn't get, yeah, right? well, I mean,
0: well, he gets hit, hit by a truck, so it has to be like you don't not gonna
1: survive that. So one. that so they both like died in this part of the universe, yeah. And now they're maybe like gonna work from the outside to help it to get them back to where they're all alive. I don't know, but there was something in the way that that happened, and especially the lighting and kind of the being alone stuff with Mingyi, where I was like, ugh.
0: So they both get the ones that you are saying that we think are dead. They both got that five hundred seven text. And I decided mm-hmm. to obviously go down a bit of a rabbit hole myself to find out what does <laughs> 507 mean. And it did not disappoint. So, yes. apparently, angel number 507 indicates that it is time to be read of old restraints, constraints, and outdated patterns and beliefs. 507 mm. is a message from your angels to confidently <gasps> follow the promptings of your intuition and gut feelings. No.
1: Talk about goosebumps. I mean, no, right? no, no. How so maybe they, get they get are so angels. Right? How do they think they get get so deep? are? Oh my goodness. Wait, maybe they are angels and they're there to guide. What's his name? Like Hung Joon, Hung Joon. and yeah. help him get the whole group back together. Yeah.
0: And then maybe, maybe they will get to come back and be themselves again and, and like get,
1: go back to earth. I don't know. Yeah. because. What was the thing at the very end when he's holding the hourglass, hourglass goes backwards, you know, like at the end of the video and then he's holding it and just standing there. And then all the guys came in and I'm like, are we back together? Is this now? Is this like, it just, I literally gasped at that point when you could see them all
0: walking in. I just had a thought. So we're going to get into just as we're talking, um, we're going to get into this in a second, but they released two teasers. One of the names is Inception. And that movie, dream, isn't that dream, right? Dream within like, a
1: dream within a dream, right? Yeah, so it's
0: like all these levels yep. of of dimensions. Either it's basically it could be what could happen if, like a butterfly effect, you know, like yes. if one thing, like these are all different scenarios that can happen based on one small detail that changes. So they could be dreaming of. Of what did happen, they could be dreaming of what is going to happen. It, it could be a memory. It could be what their future should be, but they made different choices, so now they're not together. Yeah. So many different levels, and we there's can go so really many do- different
1: levels. But you're right. Inception's the name. And then also, did you go back and watch? Like I was watching in the previous music videos, and they wear those outfits in the Hala Hala music video. Right. It's the exact same outfit, exact same outfit, and then. If you watch what's it called? The action video, which is one of my favorite Ati's songs. It has them sitting across the table from their other selves wearing yeah. those outfits. Yes. And then at the end of that video, there's a guy in all white standing in the dining room and the dining room has ash everywhere, kind of floating and a broken chandelier. And I feel like at the beginning with Hung Jun, like he's, when those special effects happen where everything's floating around the room, it reminded yeah. me of the ash in the action video. And I'm like, is he the guy in white? Did everything burn up to the ground? Like, not a fire necessarily, but you know, their whole world exploded and he's the one left to put it back together. Yeah. That's it's so crazy. crazy. Yeah. Like, and then the dark so cool and the light. Watch. Like, I feel like yes. everything was
0: bad and good, like happy memories, yes. sad memories. Yeah it's the good and bad
1: versions of themselves maybe that's it the bad versions of themselves blew everything up and the oh. good versions need to like come back i don't know but i just oh god was that a beautiful film it really? was it was so stunning i mean i thought the whole thing was really cool i thought all of their stories were really powerful and interesting and the, and the individual stories were not that hard to follow you know no, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. okay this guy is like a rule follower. Then he sees a girl dancing and like living free. He steps yeah. kind of into that world and finds the ring. Who was that? Singwa? Um, it was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Was the it was bracelet. And on it, it said live
1: free, right? Yes. Yeah. Live free. And she was like dancing freely and fun, like just being carefree. And he was clearly like a rule follower. So yeah. he's like, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. Woo Young, his is an underground like dance scene. Yeah, he's stage he fright. He says have stage fright, mm-hmm. uh, but it shows the flashback of kind of gaining confidence dancing with his friends yeah. and he kills it in the dance circle. But did you notice afterwards he runs back to that warehouse where they used to hang out right? and it's like it's chained like- up? yeah. And, and like, that was crazy. And then you have, oh, I forget his name, but the one that's like a bird in a cage, the rich that, kid um, with violin lessons. Yo sang, uh, Yo sang. You sang, you, you, sang, you, sang. Yeah, you sang. And yeah. he, he like finds freedom kind of with his members, you know? Like he's like let out of the cage with these guys. And then poor Son, like his was moving a lot and he yeah. finally found true friends and he didn't want to move
0: again. And then he, he was running, like the escalator was going down and you started yes. running up it.
1: What an image. Or I'm sure that a beautiful. Means something. Image. I feel like everything and you know has what? a meaning. Those, well, those escal- the escalators are in other music videos. <sighs> There's a music video and I believe it's him with a flag going up that escalator. So <sighs> we have, and I promise you listeners, we will get... On point for this by the time their album comes out, we have so much backstory to get with the, their universe, which is so freaking exciting. I know, like, this is <laughs> we, we get a whole storyline now to get obsessed with again.
0: This is what spoke to me about K pop because this doesn't Same. happen in and with a lot of Western artists, they do not oh my God, give no. you storylines, they do not give you theories, they do not drag this on like BTS did for years. I Love it! I love when it's all connected. This is what me too, me too brought me to this whole thing in the, to begin with.
1: Same here. No, same here. I loved. I watched BTS, thought this is cool, and then I watched the "I Need You" video, and I'm like, uh, that guy's burning. That one's killing himself in a bathtub. There's some. That one just killed his stepdad with a bottle. There's some stuff going on here. What is happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. This is a story. So. I'm so excited to find another kind of deep, heavy story. I mean, when they showed Yunho, he like lost his brother, his brother, died. and he blamed himself. Oh, <gasps> and then he's the one that gets hit by a truck. Like he's been through. I enough. know, I know, I know. There's <sighs> a lot there, and then I loved the scene. Jung Ho, like the basketball knee injury stuff. Yeah, I thought with his when the music started getting louder and everything was up in flames. It was so cinematic and gorgeous and heavy. I was like, Ooh, here we go. Like their, yeah, world went, is a mess right now.
0: It was so good. I was not, ex- I didn't know what to expect, honestly, with, Same. with the comeback, but I am, I'm blown away.
1: It's, it's so good. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I'm so excited to really get into them. Um, cause like I said, we've watched music videos, have songs on playlists, but we haven't, spent the time really delving into everything with them. And there's a reason they're so popular. They snatched me at, I believe it was the 2019 Mamas, where they were wearing the all white, and they did this medley. And then Mingi comes out, like, with no shirt on, dancing his ass off. And I thought, holy, who are are these guys? (laughs) Like, what is this, Charity? You cannot ignore them. They are, like, powerful and really wow, who are they? And that's kind of what got me into them. And I thought, oh, I get why I'm seeing so many tweets and why their fans are so passionate. So I'm excited. Who who stood out to you? And this will probably change. You all know I'm a biased slut. I'll be, I'm sure mine will end up changing. But um, as of now, who is your bias and who's your bias wrecker? So I remember when we watched before
0: And I was drawn by two people. Like I was immediately drawn to two of them repeatedly, which, and it would flip flop of who I liked more. Um, San and sanghua I think it was, Sangwa. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. this time I kept again. I just feel like I before sanghua was. I hope I'm saying that right. Was my yes. I would have said my bias and San is my was my record, but I feel like they have flip flopped because okay. when I was watching stuff again before we went into like the new stuff, I again, was uh, so quickly drawn to son again. And I, like I did last time, I'm like, okay, he's clearly my bias. I'm drawn to him more than I am yep. anyone else. Why am I yep. fighting this? He's not my record. He's yep. my bias. So-
1: <laughs> Don't fight the feelings, Charity. They Don't won't go away.
0: <laughs> 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 I always say like your bias speaks to you. Like you can't help it. You can try 100%. to not, but yeah. they'll snatch you.
1: <laughs> you try to, you try to pick someone else. But then you keep looking at the other one person, like whoever you look at the most when they're on the screen, whoever you're always focusing on, that's your bias. I don't always. care what you say, that's who your bias is. A hundred percent. Always him. I always am trying to. <laughs> yeah. Well, then he's your bias. Yeah. yeah. Well, who's Sorry, Sungwa? So- I know. Okay. Mine hasn't changed. Like, I love Mingy. I think he's like so hot immediately. Maybe because when I got into them, it was that performance. And I was like, who is this guy in the red hair? Like, he is amazing. Then he came out and did that shirtless dance thing. And that was it. I was dead. (laughs) I remember. But I still like, I always go to him. I think he's really cute. I think he's a great rapper. And there's something about him. And this is very obscure, but it reminds me of Machine Gun Kelly. And I love him, He's, which, you know, surprise, surprise, a trashy rapper. I'm like, I love him. He's hot. Um, (laughs) But he reminds me of him. There's something about him that reminds me of Machine Gun Kelly. So I always am attracted to him, and he's been my bias. But my bias wrecker keeps going back and forth. Like, I'll be like, that's him. I love him. And then I realize, oh, no, 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 no. That's a different person. So I'm really torn, and I think I will pick my bias wrecker when the comeback happens. But yeah. right now my bias yeah. wrecker, it's a Jung, the leader. Yeah. I yeah. like him. I just like I like his presence. I just think there's like there's something about him I, I just love. But I also like Wu Young quite a bit. I mean he came with that dark hair when they did the BTS cover, yeah. all of that stuff a couple weeks ago. And I was like, what the F? Someone is wrecking me hard. So I have a lot to think about. We'll I see. do
0: love that for this trailer, as they call it, teaser trailer, whatever it is, that they gave, they specifically put everyone's name. So it was like you knew who they were. Cause I feel like a lot of times when you're yes. new to fandoms, it takes so long to try to learn everyone's names, especially Loved when it. they're in, that, in like a yep. crowded group formation. So I think this yep. is such a good introduction for people who are going to be new to the fandom it'll be so easy for them to learn
1: everything because they're spelling it out so easily for everyone. uh, Yeah. Instead of just showing each person, they'll just say right before it, Mingyi's story or San's reflection. And it's just like, okay, cool. That's San. Now I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. No, all that stuff's always really helpful. I just think, I know they're from a smaller label and the production and everything was stunning. It was so well done. Yeah. So I'm all in with them. I think this is going to be an amazing comeback. I I love that they're having fans vote on a song for the album. I don't. Is that the first? I don't know if that's like going to be the first single or what. But that was cool. That was something that happened today that I was like, whoa, right? Okay. So the choices were "Thanks" with two X's or "Inception." Which one did you choose? "Inception." I immediately loved it. It The first line, I think they say, "I'm in love" a couple times, and it's really beautiful. And I was like, "Okay, I'm in, I'm in." This sounds good. And then the song picks up; it's so good. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. I am super pumped
0: for the album just based on. And they only gave us like barely a minute clip of each. A
1: minute, yeah. And both songs were great. Thanks was really cool, and it had its own identity that was really memorable. Song. But Inception, I loved the beginning and I loved during the chorus, there was this like kind of high, like high melodic thing happening in the chorus. It was very haunting. It was just awesome. I just thought, ooh, I yeah, love this. It was good. It was really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't wait. I'm so excited for this comeback. And obviously we're going to have a lot more thoughts on this kind of thoughts, theories on the storyline. And we're really excited to hear everyone else's because we're new to this, guys. We don't know a lot of the backstory and we're going to catch up, but please feel free to reach out to us and be like, here's what that means. Or you guys are wrong about this. This is actually blah, blah, blah. Uh, let us know. Cause we're, we're thirsty for knowledge when it comes to a tease, And we're really, really excited to be new fans and yeah. dive into the comeback. This could be awesome. So yeah. Should we move on to our, our, our next review of the week for lack of a better term <laughs> yes
0: it was a fun happy song unlike yes. i feel like it was very a little heavy obviously this was more of happy. fun and and light
1: <laughs> yes our girls twice you know that we're big fans of twice we're Once's once, once. there they had a japanese music video and song called fanfare so what did you think about it
0: I loved it. It honestly, my immediate thought was it kind of reminded me of a, a Katy Perry or Taylor Swift kind of fun video. It was bright. It was colorful. I really liked the drum line in it. I love their outfits. Yes. I loved the bright colored hair. It was, it was so fun.
1: It was so fun. I, I completely agree. The outfits, like the really cute marching band outfits that they're, the blue ones, yeah. the light blue. It's so... So cute. So fun. The song is so positive and upbeat and happy. And I love how they say, like, we'll always be by your side.
0: Yeah. They're
1: just, I I feel like twice, they're just the sweetest. Like, when I was watching it, I just thought, they're so sweet. They all look so cute, so happy, so positive. It's really easy to see why they are where they are. And they're so successful and have so many fans. Like, how can you watch this video and not like it? You know, it's just fun. It's happy and fun. What is there going to complain about? about? Right? I love that paint love- fight scene at the end. It was so cute. It's so cute. It's just, it all feels so wholesome and yeah, cute and happy. Yeah. Like, it's just like a happy, kind of like watching like a really happy teenage rom com or something. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It may not be the most inventive, but it's so comforting. Yeah, just like just happy fun. imagery and fun and positive. And I love how they kind of distribute the lines like everyone gets a moment in that group from everything I've seen. They they all get lines and a moment in each song. And the rap line had a a few great moments. You know, you wouldn't think in a song like this that you could incorporate the rap line without missing a beat. And it was just really neat how they did that. I thought it was just great. I'm such a fan.
0: See, guys, we can like happy, fun stuff sometimes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think uh, 1 Billion Views was happy and fun, too. You know, the the imagery, like, to me, we had two songs this week that were so upbeat and fun and that side of escapism that we all desperately need. I love Twice. I think they're, like, the cutest, most fun girls. I want to be friends with them. I would love to be, (laughs) right? You you just want to be friends with them, like... Let's go hang out with them. Let, I, I would want to be in that group. I just adore those girls. And yeah. I thought it was so fun. I believe it's doing really well. So good for them. I mean, they don't need us to be like, yay, good job. Because I think they're <laughs> super, super, super successful twice. But we're fans. And we, we love what you guys are doing. Because we know you're listening. <laughs> always. Everyone's always listening. We're huge fans. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to JYP. Because you've produced two groups um, that I was introduced to this year with Twice and Stray Kids that I'm going to be a forever fan of. So that alone, huge, huge round of applause for their label because I love what they're doing.
0: Snaps for JYP. (laughs) Snaps for JYP. Snaps for
1: JYP. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) JYP! No, they're they're probably like the evil empire or something and we're like, I love this label. Uh, (laughs) People just say Snaps for Twice and Stray Kids. Yay! yay, Stray Kids! kids. (laughs) i love this we're gonna have to get into a second of stray kids because you know i can't go a whole podcast without talking about them <laughs> the i cannot i am obsessed the um the stages for easy we talked about last week we were yes. excited to see them so cool that choreography and the outfits they're they're like those boys are just the coolest and can we please talk about chan's arms for a second
0: Muscle city.
1: Oh my gosh. What is he doing? Wearing he's these two pull-ups or push-ups. <laughs> he's doing all of it. Like, <laughs> wow. And I don't know why I'm surprised because like he's the one that lifts his shirt a lot and shows his abs and he's so ripped. Yeah. But he has like a very his body is muscular without being like a bodybuilder, but definitely more muscular than a lot of idols. So it stands out. That one piece of choreography where there's like that arm movement, easy. You can really see the tone of his arms. And I was like, holy crap. Chan's putting in work. Get it, Chan. Get it, Chan. When do you have the time? (laughs) I make excuses to not work out all day long. And all I'm doing is sitting around watching videos. Like, (laughs) this guy's writing and producing and, like, running the world and still has a good body. Ugh. It would make me sick if I wasn't so in love with him. (laughs) But as you know, I'm still very obsessed with him. So that was fun. It was fun watching the Stray Kids stages this week. I've been home. So I've been forcing K-pop on my parents the night I got home. That's what we did. (laughs) I forced them to watch videos. Like I just force it. We just sit in the family room with a big screen TV and I'm like, okay, so this is Stray Kids So I talked about on this episode of the podcast in case you didn't listen. Blah, blah, (laughs) blah. And I just like, I just like forced it on them so hard. And I will say this. I have forced a lot of K-pop on my family. It hasn't really they haven't really picked up on it. They're not huge fans, <laughs> but I did it over the holidays. Everything is Christmas and again the other night. And my parents love NCT 127. That's their favorite group. They love the music. They think like they're the best dancers. And I have noticed when I show K-pop to what we call locals, you know, people that aren't fans, that group seems to resonate. Like you've seen it with our girlfriends. They like nct 127 so there's yeah. something with those guys it's that so really funny. crosses over. i think it's because a lot of the music has a more familiar western beat you know superhuman sounds like a michael jackson song yeah highway to heaven is very backstreet boys it, it feels like a, maybe a little it's easier to get into them because the music isn't so different that your yeah. immediate reaction is to be turned off But also, they're really hot and they're great. So, I mean, I can't argue with everyone. all of my local friends are like, I like (laughs) this group the best. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you're right. Uh, So there's there's the uh, update on Emily's parents. As of now, (laughs) they both like NCT 127 the best. But it could change. It could change. They're going to have to keep watching all of this stuff while I'm home. So I will keep you all updated. I know what I wanted to talk about. What? (sighs) Okay. Kind of the... You know, we've all missed out on concerts. We talk about that, I feel like, almost every podcast, how this is a big deal, and a lot of idols are losing money. The fans were missing on seeing these amazing concerts. It's very heartbreaking. But the um, Monster X announced new dates for their tour, and the whole timing and kind of the way they did it feels weird to me. So let's kind of talk about that. What are you thinking, Charity? So
0: I... I'm a little, I'll be honest, I'm a little put off by how how it happened, especially for New York. I know some yeah. cities, nothing really changed, just the date. So for New York, they were supposed to play at the Prudential, which is a very huge venue. It holds a lot more yeah. people. And in May, it was announced, obviously, that it was postponed. Fine. Then we find out yesterday that... It's now, they announced a date for another venue, which will be in April at Radio City Music Hall, which is considerably smaller. And the other venue is canceled. So they've now announced that you're going to get a refund for the other show, which is fine. Refunds take 30 days, which, I mean, if we, we can buy tickets, it's not a big deal. We're older. We have jobs and everything. Yeah. What really upsets me are people that save for this, people that planned around this, people who are really excited, yeah. Yeah. have no time to now buy tickets. Yeah. So they announced the cancellation of the show yesterday, just yesterday. And then they're like, Oh, by the way,
1: tickets, tickets go on sale tomorrow.
0: Tomorrow.
1: Yeah. So the only no, it's,
0: thing it's- was if you bought tickets before, you got a pre-sale code to go buy new tickets. Yeah. Yeah,
1: without without having your money back from the first tickets. And these tickets aren't like 50 bucks. You know, tickets are expensive for K-pop shows. So it just seems like, okay, so I'm paying for two concerts. It just feels not right. I think they should have refunded a long time ago. My guess is they didn't do that because some of the venues, they don't have to. Yeah, and that's fine. Some of the venues have stayed the same. So people will get the same tickets, which is great. But it just feels like for the other ones... Wait, but I'm not getting my refund yet. And now I have to pony up more money for new tickets at a different location. It, it just feels like a little, they could have handled it a lot better. Yeah. I mean, there have been a lot, there's been a lot of examples of um, the management amongst X not doing the best job. Yeah, we could we go into a lot of <laughs> things. Sure. All, all the mom, baby out there know what we're talking about, but this just felt really crappy and it was a real turnoff. And I also think, you know, the New York show at Radio City is in April. And yeah. to me, we're in New York City. It. I don't see it. That is very ambitious that you think yeah. there's going to be a concert at Radio City in April. I hope I'm wrong. Maybe everyone will listen to this and say, what a fool. But I don't think concerts can come back in any capacity till at best, late summer 2021. Yeah, At best. I can't imagine I can't imagine I, because I um, don't think yeah. I don't think you can do anything like that until there's a vaccine.
0: I for I work for a large tech company and we are told we are working from home for the rest of the year. So yeah. I don't foresee that magically in four months after that that things are going to be completely back to normal to have yeah. coverage. I just don't. I don't see that happening. No, no. I mean, because I hope, think about, but I really don't think so.
1: Think about concerts. You're so close together, even with masks. Yeah. You can't distance at all. And people are going to be drinking, eating, singing along, yelling, yeah. talking yeah. loud. Like that's what spreads it is like the talking loud at like loud bars, you know, yeah. indoor. Close the together. The loud kind of close together. How can you avoid that at a concert? And you can't watch everyone and make sure they wear their masks the whole time. And you also can't say, like, I was thinking about this with BTS's stadium shows. You can't social distance and spread people out. How are you going to pick who doesn't get a ticket now? Like, the whole thing just feels, like, unimaginable. And I don't know what the future is. But I just, when I saw the Monster X announce those dates, I thought, they're not kind of on the pulse of what's happening in America. Yeah, and they're you know they're with Epic here in the states. Who I don't know. I mean, we have opinions on the, all the labels from our past and all that stuff, but I I think someone's being a little bit ambitious. <laughs> and yeah,
0: I agree. And I feel like it, they could have they could have announced okay for these certain locations. We were going to announce a venue in a couple months. For now, we're going to yes. give you a refund. Because it's again since yes. April. Why why do you need a guarantee now? It's so
1: far away. Why do away. we have to buy tickets now for yeah. something? I, I completely agree. No, I completely agree. They should have said these dates have been rescheduled at this time, you'll keep your seat for New York and blah 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 cities. Yeah. We're rescheduling a different venue. We're refunding you your money give you a code when it goes on sale in a couple months. Okay, and cool. That,
0: that's how they should have handled it. It just, it really put me off that they handled it the way they me did. Too. Again, me too. like we could
1: buy the tickets. It's just more of the principle of, of it. Right. That really, no, brought I don't, me the yeah, way. it was funny because charity and I were texting last night, like, well, are we going to get tickets to this? And we both decided, no, I don't think so. I think, yeah. well, wait, I don't feel like putting money out there that I know is going to be refunded. <laughs> in Again, April or May when it gets canceled, like, Again, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't see a concert at Radio City Music Hall happening full capacity in April of 2021. No. It's not going to happen. The I don't see That's what I think. Yeah. That's what I think. You know, I have tickets to see the weekend at in Square Garden, and that was for September of this year. And in, I believe it was like the beginning of May, I got yeah, an email from, ticket, from Ticketmaster saying, your concert's been postponed, same seats. And it was literally for a year later, September of 2021. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. At the time, it's like, okay, a year and a half. But logically, yeah, it is going to be probably a year and a half, which impacts the music industry a lot. And it impacts these guys. And I understand wanting to tour as soon as possible and get money. But I just think like asking your fans, a lot of who are young and who save up for these tickets, to buy tickets once again when they haven't even gotten a refund for the other ones, it just doesn't feel totally great to me. I, and I just don't, I don't
0: like, think that the guys had any say in this. I don't feel like they did. No, I don't think they no, ever do. It's never I think been. it's their it's management, and I 100%. don't think their management, as we've said, has really handled things and any of the things that have happened very well. Yep. Which is unfortunate because I feel like they've really done them a disservice. They were. They were prepped Ugh. to blow up so big last summer here in yeah. the States. And they, yeah. they really, the way they handled Juanjo, well, the, was way the they Juan handled, Ho. It, yeah, it was, him. it was, it was what
1: they, yeah. when they lost him and then they kept promoting and forcing the guys to promote, it was kind of like a money hungry grab yeah. from far away from my eyes. I think When that happened, you had to take a step back for a second because none of the fans wanted to watch these guys crying on stage because their member just got kicked out for false allegations. Take a break as a band. Take two months off and then do your next comeback. Instead, they fin- they did all the follow promotion, then they released their English album that still had Wanhu on the tracks, yeah. but he wasn't in the promotions, he wasn't in the group anymore, so that was weird. And they promoted the crap out of that. And it just, it never stopped for them. Then they had their next comeback, the Fantasia, Fantasia. It just feels like their management is pushing them as hard as they can to try to squeeze as much money and as much As they possibly can, which most of these groups do. We're not just singling them out for that. But there's a lot with the management, how they mishandled it. That's a shame for the members. Because like Charity said, they were going to blow up. They were were poised to blow up. And they should have. They should have been huge right now in America. And you can just see like a missed opportunity. Even
0: with Shonu, who just had to have the eye surgery. And they postponed the concert the live concert weird.
1: Yeah. Weird. But then, yep. We
0: talked about this. Then he, he's on a variety show filming
1: and they're posting photos and videos, they're posting selfies, but they had just canceled the concert and said that he wasn't going to do activities because of his surgery. Well, then why the next day is he, do you have him doing variety shows and posting selfies? And it's like, it's a virtual concert. I know they're still going to, Monsta X always goes full out and their choreography is extremely difficult and physical. And for those of you guys that don't know, he had the detached retina, which is kind of common. It's something that you don't even know. And then all of a sudden your eye feels weird. You go to the eye doctor and they have to do surgery or they catch it while you're doing like a contact fitting. It's serious and it needs to be caught right away. But as long as it is, it is something that unfortunately happens to a fair number of people. So if his recovery goes as planned, he should be totally fine. And hopefully that's the case, but why not just let him rest then? Why not keep him out of the public eye for a couple weeks and let him rest and get ready for this live show? It just... The way they do things...
0: I know. (laughs) And they let let Juhan, like, you know, rest when he was going through stuff. So I don't know why they're not letting him do it.
1: Which, again... Let's talk about that and how poorly they handled the situation. You lose your center. They lost their center, which is someone that's very hard to replace. Losing one who is not—that was a really, really important member. And let's get real. We've said it. There are certain members in every group that really are always center. You know, the ending fairies when they perform live, all that stuff. That was Wanhu for Monster X. Losing him is so massive. They still are making the guys do the promotion. And then Juhan disappears because he's not well and needed to go take care of himself. And they still made the other five do promotion. And you lost. What he brings to the table is also very invaluable for that group. He's one of the best singers, even though he's technically a rapper. And they still made him do the promotions. And it just, you can't promote when... Two of the main voices on the track aren't there. You're asking so much of the people that are left. And those guys killed it and worked their butts off. But the way they handled all of that, I thought was awful. Yeah, not not happy with their with their company, I have to say. No, they should have just postponed it, pushed back all of the comebacks. So I worry a little bit about their future. There's just stuff that I can Me too. see that just feels like, what's going on here? I Am is going to release a solo album. So that'll be interesting because I yeah. think he he's a really cool rapper. I love him. So I'm looking forward to that. But I just feel like their labels mismanage them so much. And again, like it's just been kind of disappointing as a fan of theirs to have the live concert postponed. That's something these live shows we look forward to so much during quarantine. It's like the only time you really get to see a, new concert, you know? And then this rescheduling the concert dates for next year and the way that they handled it. Not cool. Starship. Not cool. Yeah. Not.
0: And just, it really just put me off and it's unfortunate that they, you know, don't have the option to drop their record label and go somewhere else because they would be,
1: they would have fared a lot better at like SM for sure. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like, they just—they've just been mismanaged quite a bit, and you know, there's critics with SM. I—I'm one of the people that wishes EXO was pushed really hard here. I yeah. get that they were older and they were breaking into subunits because of enlistment. I understand from a business perspective why SM put their money behind NCT and then um, Super M. So they're not perfect, but Starship's a mess, and MONSTA X deserves better. MON babies they deserve really better, do- and. Anyone listening who's a my baby who maybe isn't going to buy another concert ticket for a plethora of reasons, it doesn't mean you don't love the guys and you don't love the group and you're still not passionate about them. Like, don't get upset if you can't go to these this new tour, if it's even going to happen. Let's be real. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, there are probably fans out there that were really stressed out last night and today because they can't buy tickets. They can't again, go to And again it's the a smaller venue. It's a way smaller venue. It's a way so smaller already, venue.
0: They're they, cutting like half the amount.
1: Well, they switched. I'll give you the capacity of Prudential Center in uh, Newark, New Jersey is 19,500. The capacity of Radio City Music Hall is 6,000. It's a third of the size. It's a third of the size of the original venue. They they've downgraded the venue's quite a bit, which is never a good sign. There's just a lot that just feels weird with Monsta X right now. And uh, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's just that they have a crappy label and things will be fine. But I just feel like they've been so mismanaged. It's It's disappointing. Our hearts go out to the members because they're talented, great guys. And they have so many wonderful songs. Like when I listen to their music catalog, I always go back to certain songs and albums. I mean, they're not you know, a one hit wonder type group. No, They're no really, really, really talented. Yeah. So I feel bad for those guys. Cause I think they've been mismanaged. I think there's stuff that has gone on in the group that, um, most people don't know about. And it's probably not great. The vibes just for me have been off with them for a long time. Yeah. So really I feel bad heart. for th- what it breaks my heart. Yeah, because you're I mean, a show is one of your all time favorites. He's yeah, one of he's, your alts. He's really like he he definitely
0: fights June for alt status. I'm not even yeah. kidding you guys. Like he, he really is up there. So and I've never seen him in concert. So I was so yeah deeply excited to finally see him in concert. Yeah and and I'm sure, let's be honest, When if April rolls around and the concert's happening, we will scramble oh, we'll and find Oh, we'll go. 100%. We'll scramble and find tickets we'll, some way, shape, or form. Believe me, we're very we'll motivated.
1: We'll spend <laughs> money on tickets. 100%. We're going. If that concert happens, we will be there. And we'll be so excited. Yeah. I just think it's a little short-sighted considering yeah. everything that's happened. Agreed. The date is too early. And the timing with COVID, with people losing their jobs... Everyone doesn't have money to buy two sets of Monster X tickets. Like, right. come on, guys! Yeah. Like, come on. the The label needs a little help. So, Starship, we know you're listening. <laughs> we we have a, a, we have some opinions and some things that we think <laughs> that we could all work on together to um, elevate Monster X's future <laughs> in America and their brand and everything else. The guys deserve better. Super talented. But uh as of now, we're not buying tickets to that concert. So we yeah. shall see. We shall see. We'll keep you updated. But you know, concerts in general, it's a tough time. I understand wanting to reschedule as fast as possible, but this just feels a little like ooh. Yeah, a little icky. Little icky, a little yeah. icky. So we shall see. But we're not gonna end on a sad note. You I'm know, we know. just th- I, I I just wanted to address that because I know we can't be the only fans that feel this way and are a little frustrated with how that announcement went. So all the mom babies out there, we hear you. We see you. We get you. Feel your pain. We feel your pain. We're in it with you. So we we shall see. We'll see what happens. But an exciting week. Like I really really loved a lot of the stuff that we reviewed tonight. I'm so I'm gonna go listen to 1 billion views when we get off. Right? (laughs) Uh, When we finish recording, get off our calls. I'm gonna go listen to nothing and watch that video again. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying, I'm trying to be a good friend and not go after your man, by keep watching that. I, I have to...
0: Well, Buzzfeed fruit salad says that he's your man. Apparently. I know. Oh my
1: goodness. Look oh, at God. me <laughs> Going behind your back, stealing your record. <laughs> no, I think. When I realized... Oh, never, 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 never. Oh my goodness. I would never, I think I'll, I'll watch, I'll watch that video once. And then I really think this weekend, I'm going to dive into the world of a and try to get the background and get kind of these theories on their storyline firmed up. Before the comeback, I want to have like a better feel for what this is and where it's going. I'm so excited about that comeback. I can't freaking wait. Oh my god, me too. Right? Oh, so much good stuff. Again, Charity, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday to Charity. We love you. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. As always, we don't take you for granted. We see you listening from around the world. We're so happy to connect with all of you. Please reach out to us. Please follow us, NYC, K-pop queens. Twitter is the place to be. Stan Twitter is where we all congregate. So please follow us. Reach out to us. We know we have international listeners, and that's probably the easiest way for us to do it. So thank you for listening. Thank you, France, Indonesia. Australia, Taiwan, South Korea, we see you listening, Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, Philippines, of course, the United States, our friends in New York, our friends in Pittsburgh, our friends in LA. Thank you so much for listening. We're really happy to connect. And hopefully we will connect with you next week. Have a good week, guys. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. We love you. Bye.